This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, it's Kayla Ewell from Directionally Challenged, a podcast about realigning your internal compass. New KFC chicken nuggets are finally here and you have never had nuggets like these. All of the delicious KFC flavor you love in one amazing chicken nugget. 100% white meat, hand breaded in KFC's original recipe. Order new Kentucky Fried Chicken Nuggets now available at participating KFC near you. Guys, they're finger licking good. Welcome to Chatterbex, everyone. <laughs> Welcome get to Chatterbex. <laughs> Didn't get that whole sentence. <laughs> Welcome to... Welcome to Chatterbex. I don't want to, if a guest ever listens back to this, go, oh, sorry to putting you out, David. It's just because I just feel tired. Do you they, know don't, mean? they don't listen back. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. They move on. In fact, this is... No one will be listening to this bit. No, anyway. it's fucking point. I thought that. We said in the last one, there's no point doing this. Well, that, this isn't a surprise guess, so. Oh, it? yeah, that's true. Yeah, so they yeah. So this, 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 we should be <sighs> saying something useful. Um, what should we say? So today, we, yeah, go on. No, you do it. No, you do it. No, I don't, I'm, no one Today, we're talking to Richard Osman. Um, you know Richard, don't you? I know Richard, yes. I really like Richard, he's lovely. Very nice man. Genuinely lovely man. And I am... Right, I'm going to be honest, I'm intimidated around him. What, because of his yeah. um, intelligence? Big old brain, yeah. We've talked about this before, but... I'm not, I want to go head-to-head -head with him. <laughs> oh, I'd love to watch him batty you mentally. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> he would. <laughs> love to watch him batter you mentally. That's nice. On Mental Health Day, or whatever it is today. <laughs> Clip, cancel, crap. Batter you mentally. It's uh, all right to say, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going in, whether you email me and say take it out or not. <laughs> you have all the power, don't you? <laughs> um, it really is. Is Richard super clever? Yeah, but like he's so clever, he doesn't have to wield it. 
Who wields it that you know who isn't that clever? Well, no, I don't want to say a name, but some people sort of. Well, I can who? think of four. I can think of four. Well, text me. <laughs> <laughs> four very specific. And a sketch group. <laughs> the good oh my god! I only sent it to them. I started writing their name in the oh. top. You know. Who's? Oh right. Oh, so you know them well enough to be on your <laughs> Actually, phone. this is terrible. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Come on! Tell me. Okay. Okay. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Right, I'll, I'll put one. I can't be bothered to write four. Why? But It'll take because, 25 take seconds. I'm just going to send one. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to have a guess. I'm guessing who this person is. Oh, go on then. Text me. I don't think I'm going to be right. Is this one of the four? (laughs) I don't think this is going to be right, but I'm going for it anyway. Um, (laughs) New game show. Yes. You're joking. Yes. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah, and um, and, uh, this is why. Oh, spooky. Uh... Uh... Yeah. Uh, yeah. We could never be. <laughs> I think Richard almost Richard almost hides his like he's so normal. Like you, when you sort of talk to him, you sort of go, Oh yeah, that's insightful. Right. Okay, but it's not like clever clogsy. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like Yeah, you it's like he has he's hiding his light under a bushel. Is that a, do you say bushel? Ask Richard. <laughs> <laughs> First question. Ah, uh, oh, here he is. It's oh, a relief, isn't it? Uh, Hello. Hi, Richard. Hi, Richard. Wow. Hey, everyone. How are you? I'm really well. How are you, boys? Yeah, good. Good. Where are you? Uh, at home in London, oh, right. uh, in West London. Oh, in, in the West. Oh, lovely yes. to meet you, Richard. <laughs> um, I haven't met David, have you? I haven't. How are you, David? A long, long oh, time really listener, good. first time caller. <laughs> oh, Do you listen? God, really? No, don't Do ask listen? that question, Joe. <laughs> oh God! Don't put him under pressure. <laughs> have you listened to any of our episodes? Yes, I was listening <laughs> this very morning to you talking about right set Fred. <laughs> oh God! And 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 I grew up Richard. Let's talk. I grew up grew up in East Grinstead. Let's talk West Sussex. You grew up in East Grinstead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this on air so far? Are, you, is, are we just? Is this? How this are we is, doing it? This is. <laughs> You're not happy with how it's gone so far. <laughs> this is it, Richard. This is it. Do you, Great. Do you think Look, this listen. is unputoutable. Just as long as I know, because sometimes <laughs> yeah. when when you go on radio shows. You sort of walk in a radio studio, and yeah. they're so casual. They'll be like, they're uh, saying, hey, how are you? Nice to see you. And you want to go, so, I'm so sorry, are we on air? Or, or, <laughs> oh, yeah. or are we still oh, listening God. to Huey Lewis and the news? I can't <laughs> work we it out. Apolog- Do we need to apologise? <laughs> uh, what, what, have, what, have we, what have we done that's either incorrect or unconventional? <laughs> Which of those is it, do you think? What have you done that's, that's incorrect? Yeah, the way we do it, do you think it's incorrect or unusual or... Yeah, listen, like, I think the whole it's... format upside down. Knowing your work, both of you, I think mm-hmm. everything you do is to be expected. 
<laughs> I think yeah. you're certainly not broadcasting out of character. I'll say that. Right. But listen, I'm really happy to talk about I'm really happy to talk about East Grinstead. Oh yeah. David's really so, keen. Did you go to War you didn't go to Warden Park, did you? Uh did I go to Warden Park, David? Uh yeah. Just a uh, bit. Did I beat Warden Park 4-0 in a football match? Yes, I did. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you score? Was, was I in goal? Doubt it. <laughs> how, old, how old are you, David? Well, I've just looked up your age. I wonder if we sort of... I'm 48. No, I'm 51. That's why, that's why you won 4-0. Were you a keeper? Were you a keeper, Richard? Um, do you mean in relationships or...? <laughs> yes. I bet you are. I think I bring something to the table, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> on the table. Uh, yeah. So I was. Uh, funny enough, I was down in um, I was, I was down in uh, Sussex this weekend. Richard, 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 Richard. Richard. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I was. I was sat on the sofa Saturday night, and my my God, nearly said sister. Then my wife said, <laughs> she went, oh, look at this. Someone had taken a photo of you in Forest Row. Yeah, yeah. And she went, I hate people who do things like I that. Do. Why can't they just let him enjoy his afternoon? <laughs> and I thought, I'm going to talk to him about Forest Row. Oh, isn't it lovely, Forest Row? I bumped into Ben Elton in Forest Row. Yeah, I bumped into Ben Elton a few weeks ago. First time I've ever met him. I was so, you know, like someone who is so important in your childhood. And then yeah. you meet them and they're lovely. I was so thrilled he was nice. Oh, was he lovely? Yeah. I was talking to him and Aid yeah. Edmondson. And I was sort yes, of, I was, what? I was having like an out-of-body experience. Oh, hell. Yeah. Richard, 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 I've got more to say. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, lived yeah, in yeah. Hartfield. The forest, for, yeah, lo- lovely part of the world. I've just moved from Hartfield to Devon. You have? Do you know Hartfield? Yeah, do you know oh, Hartfield? Oh, do I know Hartfield? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was in Hartfield uh, last week. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I've just moved from there. You have not. Yeah, I have. How are you affording yeah. that? That's massive. Oh, no, we had the shit one at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's broken up. It's bro- To be clear, Richard, it's broken up into many, many flats. Is it? But Hartfield is lovely. Yeah. So my yeah. friend Eddie Shaw, who I was at school with, lots of Hartfield kids at, at Walden Park, my school, Eddie Shaw, he lived there. His mum lives right next to Pooh Corner. Right. Mrs. Shaw. Kate Blanchett. I was working in um, in the cafe in uh, Forest Road. Kate Blanchett you don't, Writing in. in the cafe, not working in the cafe. No, I wasn't serving. I was writing. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're zoning out a bit now. No, I'm not at all. Oh, no, what, what I want to say is, because we're thinking Me, maybe, yeah. maybe, well, because I'm from Sussex, maybe we'll move back to Sussex at some point. So we, we were sort of looking around and all that there, people don't know Sussex. Some people, Joe, might not know Sussex as well as David and I. Uh, well, no, for example, me. That part of Sussex. Well, that's because you're, you're from Hope, which pretends to be Sussex, but isn't at all. Yeah. So that part of Sussex. Well, yeah, we are Sussex. It's called Ashdown yeah, Forest. Uh, I was in Ashdown Forest on Sunday. And it's the most beautiful. People don't know about it. It's so beautiful. It's, it's such a lovely place. Uh, so peaceful. And I went to the sort of school. Um, Warden Park's a big comprehensive school in the middle of Sussex. And so many people who went there stayed in Sussex. So they're all still around in Sussex. So when I go back there, all my friends still live there. So you sort of think, oh, maybe I should go. Can you ever go back, Joe? No, God, no. No, no. My my thoughts are no. But how old are you? Because I'm 47. Okay. I 
I've got to be honest. David said to me before this podcast, I really want to speak to Richard about Sussex. Yeah. And I, and I didn't think he meant it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say I didn't think it'd go in this hard. Do you remember the, the Beast of Ashdown Forest? Do you remember the Beast? Yeah, I do. What's the Beast of I thought it was you, David, no? I saw it. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Did you really? Well, I've got a story yeah. about this. Tell, 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 tell us about it. Paint us a picture. I was working at a petrol station on a road between East Grinstead and Tunbridge Wells when I was 18. I went around the back of the petrol station to have a fag or something, and I saw it in the woods. How so, big, how close? I can't remember. It had a muscular back and it was quick. Well, I went into the shop and I said, I've just seen it. And the guy went, sure it wasn't a bin bag? Oh, yeah, it's a fucking bin bag, mate. No, it was a beast. And it, anyway, the forest ranger came in and I said, yeah. I think I've seen it. He went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Did they find out what it was? Was it like a cougar or something? Don't know. Do these things exist because people in the eighties, like rich people in the eighties, were buying like dangerous animals, and then, and then the law changed, and they just let them go? Is that true? Yeah, I think there's lots of private zoos, aren't there? Especially in that in that neck of the woods. Kent, are there? Classic. Are there loads of private? What? <laughs> yeah, there's those Howlett Zoo Park. That's down there. What, what are we talking? Like, like five hundred. <laughs> private zoos in the, in the Sussex area. Hippos, rhinos, all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> what a county. Yeah, it was like Tiger King back there, way, 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 way before that. Yeah. I'm going to go one step further and say I lived in Balkham <gasps> for five years. I know Balkham so well. Some friends of mine live in Balkham and they own the pub. Everyone in Balkham owns no! the pub. So they were going to shut the pub down in Balkham. Yes. Such a good yeah, I know. And all the villagers said, we're going to team up, we're going to join together. And the Half Moon in Balkham, uh, lovely pub if you're ever down there. Um, is that the one that's in on the triangle sort of thing? Yeah. 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 We used to go around, do you know Balkan Viaduct, the big... Um, oh, just to yeah. have had my photo taken underneath it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. really excited, but we used to, when I was a teenager, you used to, you used to have to run around the 13th column of that 13 times at midnight, uh, and then a ghost would appear. So we, we used to do that. I genuinely wouldn't have done that. It was quite scary. And also, by the time you come out seven times, you're, you're a little bit out of puff anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's a, big old, it's a big old thing to run around 13 times, isn't it? Because the guy who built that, so that would be the 1880s or something, he killed himself before it opened because he was terrified that it wouldn't stand up. It was terrified it wouldn't. And look at it, you know, 150 years later, it's still there. What, the responsibility of it? Is that... It all got too much for him? Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. See, everyone's listening now. They're all leaning in. This is a good episode. <laughs> yeah, <you see. laughs> I thought it wasn't going to be. You mentioned Balkan. There used to be, there used to be, there used to be the Balkan disco as well every month. That used to Where, be, well, be the viaduct did. Not the viaduct, but in Balkan, there was the Balkan disco every month. That that was the big social occasion in uh, in in mid Sussex, as we we would uh, we would more accurately call it. Right. Ah, everyone at one part went to the Balkan disco. We ran a comedy club in Cookfield five years ago. Kirk, that's where I was this weekend. I was doing the Cookfield Book Festival, or as my publisher calls it, the Cookfield Book Festival. Um, <laughs> Cookfield is spelled C-U-C-K. Field, yeah. People cannot handle the fact that it's Cookfield. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Cookfield. No, there's Uckfield. That's called Uckfield. There is Uckfield. Yeah, but Cookfield We're going is there soon. It couldn't be simpler. 
Should we go for every town? And yes, please. Anstey is Anstey. Anstey is Anstey, sorry. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're all um, Arding, Ardingly is Ardingly. I mean, this this is... People from Sussex are yeah. going to be loving this. Everybody from Sussex would have pulled over at this point. To, to, <laughs> they, I feel like grit. Richard might do a diary like Kenneth Williams, and this today will be a this prat on Zoom. <laughs> no, I mean, this is... Honestly, this is, this is... No one... I keep having to do Zoom calls with, like, China and America and stuff like that. And nobody talks to me about the villages of, of Mid Sussex. I haven't spoken about Bolney or Calfold at no. any point. At well, any I'm point. happy to go there. Yeah, I'm very happy. Bolney, lovely. I got a lovely 96 Here's against Bolney in the cup. No, really? Yeah, yeah, lovely innings. Fantastic. Here's the innings. thing about Sussex, though. Okay. Yeah. It's about yeah. to become the best wine region in the world. Because of Is Bolney. It? Every, there's vineyards everywhere now because it's because it's exactly like champagne, but but because of global warming, it's just got a little bit warmer. Right. It, oh my God! There's Allbourne. Is that near there? Allbourne? Yeah, Allbourne's around there. Yeah, yeah that's kind of that, involved. Yeah. I I walked. I did a walk in Allbourne and I saw there was a vineyard. Goodbye. Yeah. Night Timber. Night Timber, Joe. That's near you. Night Timber. What is that? That's a sparkling wine. That's a that's that's a vineyard in Sussex. God, I thank you for trying to involve me. I appreciate it, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of chat Richard is. He could see I was like that. Yeah. God. I went Which to Imberhorn. I went to Imberhorn. Do you remember Imberhorn in East Grinstead? In, no. Do you know what East Grinstead? The only thing, I, the only, my only real connection with East Grinstead is that's where the Scientologists are, right? That's where they're yeah, I've been there. I've been there. And my mum used to for, for years she used to stuff envelopes for them it was like one of those things where you get paid 0.01p and so we had loads of Scientology stuff in our house and we sit down and you know you'd see all these kind of envelopes and send them out to Scientologists so I was, yeah. fasc- I was fascinated in it but yeah it's just up the road from you yeah yeah I went in there when I was about 18 for A level we made some project some video interviewed them saw L. Ron Hubbard's supposed office isn't that where Tom Cruise sometimes stays around there, Austin? There's I read in He's got a house in Dormans, Dormans Park. You, the amount you two know about <laughs> this. Oh, have I told you my my little story? My sister, and my brother-in-law, they went to a place called Alexander House. Oh yes, Turner's Hill. Do you know Turner's Hill? Yeah, Turner's Hill. Yeah, yeah. We drove through that this weekend. Yeah. So they went, they went for a meal there. And my, this is my... great prep for the podcast, driving around Sussex. <laughs> I don't know if I know. It's amazing. Can I say something? Making notes. Very quickly. The traffic in Turner's Hill, it's, it's like you're in London. Oh, it's sho- yeah, shocking. It's that it's junction, you know, the crossroads. It's the junction, you're yeah. Stuck there, you're stuck there for like 10 minutes. You're in the middle of the countryside. The way I do is go down the other side of the triangle and do a left. Clever, so sort of miss clever. I remember that. So anyway, your your Alexander House. <laughs> yes. So they went to Alexander House to have a meal. They walked in, and uh, they heard this voice. Just went, "Nice shoes." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my brother-in-law turned around. It's John Travolta. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what was he doing at Turner's Hill? Scientology. I heard somebody was there. Was he there for the Scientology? Yeah, yeah. of course. Nice Fucking... shoes. I went there for because we got given it as a present, like a meal there or something, and I saw Dapper Laughs. No, Remember him? <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, and it was like the week after he'd done his. Uh, I think it was in hiding there. The week after he did his 
I must go to this place. Everyone seems like everyone hangs out there. We anyone who's in... anyone there? Everyone from Dapper Laughs to John Travolta. We, we were in Norwich recently, uh, which is a beautiful city. And anyway, we went and sat down uh, in a restaurant, and uh, you know, just sat. And, and then suddenly, I hear this voice at the next table comes over, Joe Pasquale. So there you go. Listen, <laughs> you're not the only people meeting wow. celebrities in restaurants. Wow! I served Stephen Fry in Pizza Express once. No, what? did you? Did yeah, you? When, I, when I was in uh, college, I worked in Pizza Express. We could do a whole episode on that. How was it? I was shaking like a leaf. Yeah, literally shaking like a leaf. And I, not, not. I don't mean this bad, but I was. I wasn't. I wasn't actually serving. I cut removing things from yeah. the table. I did. I wasn't one. I was a bit further down the pecking order. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> I was removing plates and glasses from the next thing, and he didn't look up, which is fair enough because he was he, not in a rude way, as yeah. in he shouldn't have done. But it was one of those jobs where, where you were utterly invisible. Do you know those jobs where you kind of people don't know you exist? Yeah. So that I was sort of shaking as I removed the glass from next to him. My son, my son just stopped working. He worked at Wagamama's for a couple of years. And, um, you know, I hope that I'm sure all three of us always treat people beautifully but so many people don't anybody listening if you go to any restaurant just be nice yeah yeah you know because they could end up having their own podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Fry. Uh, yeah and all the, the worm has turned <laughs> um, David yeah why are you moving to Devon what's that all about midlife crisis uh, definitely that going on um, he's down there already he's moved I mean there. I'm here already yeah so but yeah. why what happened um, I was really bored of Sussex, so this is taking a little you, turn now. You, you told me you'd done all the walks. Absolutely. You know, I'd done all the walks. Yeah. I'd done all I the... thought that was one of the funniest reasons to move <laughs> yeah. like what? 500 miles. But it'd be rainy all... on a Sunday and we go, where should we walk? Oh, I've done that. Where should we yeah. do that? Oh, I've done that. <laughs> Let's move to Devon. That's, that's a long way away, Devon, though. It takes a long time to get to. I mean, depending on where you're coming from. Yeah, but I'm not missing it. Okay, that high street through Hartfield, you know oh. as well as I do. Oh, I love the way it. I love the way we've we've bigged up Sussex, and now we're just chipping no, away. Listen, listen, it's beautiful. But I would say to anyone at Hartfield, stop parking on both sides of the high street. There's yeah. not room for two cars to get down that way. Yeah. Well, when you said, "Oh, we're thinking possibly coming back to Sussex," I was like, mm, "Okay." <laughs> no, but no, it's, it's you know. Listen, it's where it's. it's um, how long have you been there, David? What Sussex? Yeah, forty-seven years. Exactly. Whereas I was there for what eighteen years, so I've got twenty-nine years left to get bored. Yeah, that's and true. Given I'm fifty-one, I should probably get a move on. Oh yeah. Well, not like not. Oh yeah, just yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh, you're dying yeah, soon, yeah, mate. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> Yeah. I if you told me we could fill twenty four minutes with Hartfield chat, I wouldn't have believed you. We haven't got started, mate. <laughs> no, I really haven't. So my friend Ed Shaw, right? So my friend Ed Shaw, who who grew up in Hartfield, that's the only time I went to Hartfield when I was um, younger. And my friend Lucy Buck also grew up in Hartfield. So I got two. Sorry, Richard. What what year would this have been when you went to Hartfield to play with Eddie? <laughs> we'd have to play with Eddie. That would have been eighty five, eighty six. Fuck me, I was there then. Yeah, wow. I've been on different swings. Did you still have the beard? No, I'd started backcombing my hair like Robert Smith. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, 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 it sounded like a lot of people doing that that you knew. Anyway, so, me, so 
Eddie Shaw, who's a lovely, who's a lovely fellow, he's a he's an uh, electrician in um, in South London now. He he and I, when we were at Borden Park, we did a we we did a, a rap a rap version of, of the Nativity in assembly, right? And I've never <laughs> it was kind of terrible, but I, it was the era of the Beastie Boys, but I've never forgotten it. And um, when I was on Graham Norton last year, uh, and Will Smith was on. Right before the incident, this is before the incident. I don't know if I provoked him. Uh, so Will Smith's like the most famous man in the world, pretty much. Uh, and I was I was able to recite my rap to him. I was able to rap in front of him this thing we'd done in school assembly, and I was able to get Will Smith right down the barrel just to say um, hi to Eddie Shaw, my friend. It was so great. Oh, I mean, that's, a, that's yeah. nice. That's Will Smith's connection to Hartfield now. Yeah. Yeah. Where did Eddie Shaw live in Hartfield? That he they lived. They still live there. His mum still lives there. Uh, yeah, on the sort of, down towards the Forest Row end of the High Street. Right. Just before the turn off to um, what's the place beginning with M near Hartfield? Maresfield. Maresfield. Just before the Maresfield. Look how quick you're in Maresfield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know our that red brick house was struck by lightning when we were there? The one of the chimneys. No. And it, the, the, this huge chimney, like 15 foot high, just crashed to the floor. Wow. And um, the fire brigade came. We had to be pulled out of the living room window because it was too dangerous because it was sort of toppling. Oh. And we stayed in this little old lady's flat. And I'm wondering, if is Eddie Shaw's mum? <laughs> it might be. That'd be yeah. cool. Also that might though. not be. Let's be honest. <laughs> that house that David lived in, we did. We drove past it this weekend and commented upon it. So it looks like a house from a horror film a bit. Yeah, it's spooky. It's it like, is spooky. It stands by itself, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah. what's so cool yeah. about it. And there's nothing behind it. There's all those fields and everything. Oh, it's amazing kind of views. nuts, yeah. And that top flat. It's like a rabbit warren. It's incredible. But anyway, come on. But that would be <laughs> a lovely thing for people. Now you say anyway. Matt, why are you saying anyway now? Let's move now on we're... to East Sussex. <laughs> <laughs> our, 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 our friend here, exactly. Wow. That's amazing. Our oh. friends in Chichester. Uh, Singleton, the Weald and Downland Open Air Museum. You ever been there? No. That's no, where that's... they filmed the repair show. It's where we went on our school trips when I was at primary school, right? And it's got houses like just recreations of houses from every age of history, like from 13th century, 14th century. And so we went there on our school trips. It's really, really amazing. And it's where they where they filmed the repair shop now. They were filming Was that Singleton? Singleton, yeah. Never heard of it. That, no, that's got to be your neck of the woods, Joe. Just that's like Goodwood. Oh, oh there, so about 40 minutes away. <laughs> this is, this is I'm adding, I'm always adding something. <laughs> that's the thing. I won't say a lot, but when I do, it will be factually nearly spot on. Joe, I'll tell you where else we were this weekend. Southwick, that is nearer you. That is... What are you doing at Southwick? That's where my aunt lives, my auntie Jan. I played football against Southwick. You couldn't give me 40 seconds there, could you, boy? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. I was in Southwick on Saturday as well. No, because I cut through because the, the road along the front was had uh, lights. So I went through okay. Southwick. Well, the old shore road is backed up as well at the moment. I mean, oh, well, if you know your way around Southwick, you can cut through. We were going to Dun Elms, so Lovely. cut through that road. The things I remember <laughs> that, I remember, I remember when they blew up the towers of the Southwick power station. That was great. We all, we all went and had a picnic and they, they blew the towers up. Uh, I've always wanted to do that, where you watch it. Oh, come it was out. great. 
It was really exciting. Oh, God. Do you know the old concrete works in Shoreham? Yeah. Do you know that? Do you know that? Oh, the one in the middle of nowhere? I filmed in there. We made a short <laughs> film in there. I yeah. don't think you should. I'll football against them. going to fall <laughs> we just jumped over we just jumped over the fence made a little film yeah but it? it looks like it could crumble yeah, at any yeah, moment it's really you dangerous really should, yeah don't and that's where do you know millionaires row yes which yes. is sort of where shoreham meets hove really just yeah, yeah. yeah. i would yeah. really call it shoreham but listen that's me um yeah, yeah. same richard but same. that's where they've all that's where they've all lived that boy slim was there nick Berry was I, there I, I sat on the beach with my son who's four at the time and just sat right next to Fatboy Slim's house, and they were having a barbecue, having a little party on their balcony. <laughs> it was just well, me and my little boy just looking up at them. And... Well, I I told my dad, I thought it was Adele's house, so he had his photograph outside uh, the house. <laughs> and uh, I said, I just happened to mention, I said, oh, my dad like, likes Adele, he had a photo outside the house. And uh, <laughs> so I shouldn't live there for about six years. She lives in Turner's Hill. Well, she did. I know where she lives. <laughs> Adele, yeah, well, maybe I'll take my dad there. Yeah, I might, I might wow. take dad there and go. Well, she's, I think it. she's moved. Well, I know she's moved. I'm all over it. <laughs> the LA now, right? And, and by LA, I mean uh, Little Hampton. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> McCartney, he's Sussex, isn't he? I've, I've been to his house. You haven't been to Paul McCartney's I house. I have. Me and my what? Cause what are we doing? Roofing. <laughs> <laughs> You've been I on top really... of his house. <laughs> he lives near Rye. Yeah. <laughs> been on top. My wife's like mad on Paul McCartney. So we drove, found his house, and we started driving up his truck. I don't know why. This was two years ago. So okay. like I was 20. And a guy came out of this little... He said, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> we based the scene on Cockfields, didn't it? Yeah, we it? did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you'd been to his house. You literally meant you... you, you... No, no. <laughs> yeah, you did sound like dinner party. You you were going for you been out. We've all accidentally been past famous people's houses. We didn't know it. It wasn't accidental. <laughs> I've been past. I've, um, I've been past to King Charles's house. You've been there, Buckingham Palace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been past. Yeah, I've been past lots and yeah, lots drove past the gates. Yeah. Well, do you know where it is? Do you know where Paul McCartney's about? Well, Anyway, I don't specifically, and I wouldn't like no. to. I wouldn't want to dox <laughs> well, him. I do. Well, I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was asked to move now. on from it. <laughs> David, where, where are you in Devon? Let's give the Devon people some love. Uh, um, I'm near Totnes. Show you Totnes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, listen, not as well as I know East Quinston and Forest Road. Thank the Lord. Thank God. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you a question about Forest Road? I'm so sorry, yeah. people, but hopefully the specificity of it is so boring it's interesting. Um, it seems like quite a nice countercultural, quite a cool little village. Yeah, which is we kind of came down to Totnes for that very reason. Yeah, but uh, no, Forest Road's great, great place to be. Yeah, like it's just quite busy, and there's no central point. We like the idea <laughs> of a. It's just a bit of a through road. Yeah, isn't it also community. one of those places that has no um, pavements? Yeah, the join. pavements are narrow. Not amazing for pavements, I say that. Excuse me, when where if you had a house and you you had to drive everywhere, that would annoy me. Yeah, I like I, I like to be able, I, I like to be able to walk into a pub or a local town all yeah, all on pavements. Yeah, the countryside is bad for pavements. You're thinking Forest Row, aren't you? You're just thinking. well, we, well, we from the, we sort of looked oh. at somewhere just north of Forest Row, which was lovely, um, and we bought a couple of bottles of water in the Forest Road Co-op. Yes. Yeah, I know. I saw you. You're on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lucy, my friend, in fact, my friend Lucy Buck, who grew up in Hartfield, sent me a picture saying, oh, you, you've been been spotted. She's obviously yeah. on the forest road. They're in, they're in Rotherfield. They're weird, aren't they? Rotherfield, they make good cricket bats, so they did <laughs> in Rotherfield. <laughs> This is great. Let's try out towns and just have a little either played against. Why am them, I doing this? Why am I so excited by she, this? She was saying that, that Mayfield and Wadhurst are lovely places to live. She was telling me where they live in Sussex. Out of my comfort zone. No, is that a little bit too, too, too yeah, much? Yeah, it's a bit Kent. Kent. Yeah, it's yeah. too Kent. Wadhurst yeah. always had a good football team. Yeah, they did. We played Wadhurst. Yeah. yeah. But we did the drive. If anyone wants to do it, if you, you want to go and see David's house, David's former house, we did the drive from Cookfield or Cuckfield. Uh, out to Hartfield, like but through Horsted Canes, all the way through the uh, through beautiful. the forest. The sun was shining. It's yeah. one of the most beautiful drives you'll ever do. It, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I really do recommend. This <laughs> <laughs> is. I can't work out if you're pro Sussex or not. You two, it's hard to tell. We both said, listen. You you, you you hate what you love sometimes, right? Yeah. Sussex can be a cruel <laughs> mistress, but she's a mistress all the same. Do you know who lived in Hartfield? Um, Roger Hargreaves. He did not. Yeah, the Mister Men. Really? Yeah, and Brian Jones died in Hartfield in the swimming pool. Yes. Now we had an argument. Me and my friend John Mackey, if he's listening, we went out for dinner on Saturday, and I said that Brian Jones died in Staplefield, and he said he died in Hartfield, and he's right, is he? Yeah, it was in A. A. Milne's house. He bought his house. Yeah. No. Yeah. When you said he lived in Hartford, I was going to say A.A. Milne, because he did. So A.A. Milne and Roger Hargreaves. Did Roger Hargreaves move there because A.A. Milne had come from there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't wow. know that. Oh. But I've already jumped on to the guy who wrote... <laughs> oh, uh, do you mean... Um, oh, that's... Um... Um, Jerry, Jerry Rafferty. Yeah, Jerry lived in Hotfield. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I've been to, there's only about eight houses there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Stella Street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was you, Roger Hargreaves, Jerry Rafferty, and John Travolta sort of hot, hot, renting the cottage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Roger, uh, John Travolta doing an Airbnb. And Eddie Shaw's mum. And Ross Noble lived in Cowden. Did he? Right, I'm out now. I feel like I'm really testing everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to look at Facebook at this point. Davina McCall lived there. Davina McCall. I've been past, yeah. <laughs> she lives in Wadhurst. We nearly moved on. We she, nearly... I think she's moved, but she bought the house and she didn't realise it was next to the local tip. That's what I heard until uh, she moved in. Okay. Yes. Listen, I'm just passing on Sussex gossip. <laughs> Not verified. Okay, I'm just saying. Ben Elton's, ben Elton's amazing, isn't it? I came out of the cafe. It was it was Ben Elton? Like you're so important to me. In Forest Road. Little, yeah. I mean, amazing, isn't it? It really is amazing. I was chat. I had so many questions for him. I had to really oh, ration yeah. them out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Joe, wake up, son. Oh, sorry. No, I'm, I'm watching iPlayer. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Chatter Biscuits and Chatter Biscuits with Nuts, uh, etc. If you're enjoying this podcast, you need to get on our Patreon. You will get early access to ad-free episodes. There'll be videos and behind-the-scenes sneaky pics. It's basically a place where we all hang out together. And also, you'll be given instant access to our Discord community, which is a friendly place where Chatter Biscuits share stuff and talk to one another. It's like a nice Twitter basically 
so just go to patreon.com forward slash chatterbix. Also, Patreon is also an app you can download onto your phone. Fool for the price of a coffee. Once a month, you pay a few quid, quid, and you become a VIP chatterbiscuit. That's what you'd like. Sign up at patreon.com forward slash chatterbix. The link is in the description of this episode. <laughs> Done. Do you know what? There's over a thousand. We've got over a thousand, a thousand patrons at the moment. Patreon, give it to me. Patreon, I need it, girl. Patreon, give it to me. Patreon, I need it, girl. He's literally the only one here who lives in Sussex. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> you should be. You should be loving. This. I don't absorb. I don't absorb information like you two. Clearly, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't take it in as much. And as I say, we have between us, we've, we've got about seventy years of living in Sussex, Joe. So it's, it's uh, you know, come on. Yeah, I'm only ten years in. Yeah. One last one. Uh, Trini and Susanna, one of those, they live in Cookfield. One of those. No. So yeah, they, she came what to the to them? comedy club. Which one? One of them. One of them's made millions and millions, right? From her uh, fashion, from her makeup brand. One of them. I forget which one. Trini, I think. What about the other one? Oh, I think she was doing. I think they're both doing okay. Yeah. I don't need to worry about either of them, Joe. I'm so chuffed to get 35 mins out of this. <laughs> I thought we'd do a minute and go, ha ha, very funny. No, we've, we've done half hour on it. It's the whole thing. I'm so, I'm so sorry to everybody listening. <laughs> also, my publicist, my publicist will go, oh, you've done, you've done a podcast. I want that. Oh, what did, what did they say about the book? They liked it, did they? I said, do you know what? We didn't really mention it. We did an awful lot about, you know, we, we did, honestly, we did more on Allborn than I thought we were going to. <laughs> we did more on Ditchling than, than, than I thought we were going to do. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Thigston. Jamie Thigston, Ditchling. Yeah, he lives in Ditchling. I had a gardening round in Ditchling. Yes. Yes. I, I well, he grew up in Hassocks. Yes, he played for Ditchling Cricket Club. And he said, um, he said that him and his friends, when they, when they were younger, their gang was called the Dukes of Hassocks. Ooh, <laughs> oh, that's you. lovely. So, yeah, Fico was around there. Uh, I think Zoe Ball is, is that neck of the woods. Dame Vera Lynn, she was the most famous yes. resident of Ditchling. Yeah, Zoe so, so Ball's moved out of um, Millionaire's Row. She, she's up, up in but the Jack country. and Jill... From from the nursery rhyme, that's the windmills up at Ditchling. Oh, is that is that actually that? Daily, Jack yeah. and Jill windmill. What? No. Yeah, they're the two windmills. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water because they're windmills. Hey guys, it's Kayla Yule from Directionally Challenged, a podcast about realigning your internal compass. New KFC chicken nuggets are finally here, and you have never had nuggets like these. All of the delicious KFC flavor you love in one amazing chicken nugget. 100% white meat, hand-breaded in KFC's original recipe. Order new KFC fried chicken nuggets now available at participating KFC near you. Guys, they're finger-licking good. 
you see. The windmills up at um, the top of Brighton. Yeah. What, Rossingdean? No, 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 not, not, not those ones. The one on, on the downs. By, just before Ditching and Beacon and Chaley. This, this yeah. So good. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm back in. I am back in 110%. Because I That's know... That's amazing. What... Yeah. Jeff it's written about those. Jeff fell down and broke his crown. That's the top of the windmill. No. Yeah. Do you know... Do you know that you can live? There's one of the windmills you can live in. Yeah, so they were up for sale really recently. Up for sale, yeah. Oh, I would love it. And then someone, some, someone bought them. They looked amazing. But the trouble was, we went up there, like imagining we would buy it. Did you go? Did you go look around it? And uh, there was about three. Well, no, we went up and had a look at it. Just made us go. Let's go and look at the windmill. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when I was, and um, we're like, oh, imagine living there. We're driving up, and then it was about. Probably in view, about four hundred people walking past it. No, and I thought that's a terrible place. What a shame you're not called Jack Wilkins. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> was without you knowing. <laughs> but they were owned by I won't say by who, but by by somebody who's very big on Twitter. Owned those houses. I owned that house and sold them, and I always fancy going to have a look. But it's um, it's an amazing house. You, you can still look it up if you look at Shady Windmills for sale. You can still see the cached images of it and it's amazing doing it now rotting dean that little area oh oh, do i know rotting dean um yeah just a little bit yeah why why do you know rotting dean do you know i do my my granddad was 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 a police officer around all the villages of sussex storrington and stenning and then all along the coast and stenning i know stenning i know stenning (laughs) well um league of gentlemen based their village or town on rotting dean do you know why they stayed there they did because they, they were doing at the comedian. No, no, they were doing the Brighton Fringe, I think. Oh, and they stayed. And they Rotten. stayed in Rottingdean, and but I didn't think Rottingdean's that weird. No, it's not weird. It's Rudyard Kipling was from there, right? Was it? I don't. Yeah, that's where he lived. Rudyard Kipling lived at Rottingdean. Oh God, I know nothing. I mean, a while back because he's no we'll longer learn with us. Now, we'll learn now. We're giving you. A <laughs> I'm not listening. He was... <laughs> Do you know what Rudyard Kipling? Very much the fat boy slim of his time, if you think about it. Yes. Yeah, Rottingdean's not weird at all, is it? No, well, not in the years I've been there. It just seems like a nice place on the outskirts of Brighton. Um, it's a bad name for a town. What do you think of names? Would you ever move somewhere that has a like? I, I would find it difficult to move to somewhere called Rottingdean. Mm. I think there's certain places where if you're going to have to say the name to people on the phone yeah. all the time, you'd like, oh, I, I think I might leave it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. My my nan had an amazing address, but I obviously can't give it out. But it was so lovely. <laughs> well, I've got I've heard, I told you my mate's from Gibraltar, and he's got like the best world address. I change it slightly the number, but if you want to send his parents a letter from anywhere in the world, you need to send it to seventy eight the High Street, Gibraltar. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. From anywhere. Fucking nuts. Though. Well, there's that house, isn't there? Absolutely house is, is number one London. That's the address. Is it? Yeah. Because that was a joke in a lower low, wasn't it? Hair Flick's address was one Berlin. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> now, Hair Flick, right? He's a Jules fan. Very famous member. He might of the be coming on the pod, Richard. No! He might be coming really? on the pod. Well, let me tell yeah. you something about him. So, Richard Gibson, one yep. of the most famous Nazis in... British television, the, the character, not him. Um, but he, <laughs> as, as a young boy, he sang at Winston Churchill's funeral. Did he? Yeah. Wow. That's cool, isn't it? Have you walked around his house? 
It is in Middlesbrough Green. <laughs> oh, Churchill's house? I thought it meant had a walk around Richard No, no. Middlesbrough Green is where I'm pretty sure that is where they filmed the cricket scenes from Everton Cricket Circles. Middlesbrough Green. Middlesbrough Green, is that right? I think so. It, I might have got that wrong. But also, Wills is Wills Wills Churchill's Green. house in Westrum? Yes. Is that something? Wow. I... Look at us. We're all just like reservoir dogs. With well, the... I'm looking at Richard for the answer. <laughs> I'm literally waiting for Richard to know. Is that right, Richard? Sorry, I, I missed what you said because I, I was going to start talking about Trumpton and Chigley. Oh, John, John. Now, I, <laughs> I was guessing where Winston Churchill's house was. I had a guess. And then it is Westrum. It is Westrum uh, Palace, wasn't it? Which is Woodstock in Oxfordshire. What, Winston I've definitely walked out around someone. Yeah, he thought... lived in more than one place. He lived in 10 Downing Street, for example. Yeah. Yes, he really And Kate Bush lived in Westrum. <laughs> and she now lives down here. <laughs> And Aid Edmondson lives seven minutes from me. Does he? Does <laughs> yeah. he? He's, yeah. It's, sho- it's shocking how many people live have lived near you. We've had this discussion before, Rich, and David will say at least once a week that person lives near me. It's And you live in a kind of ruralish area, so I'm like, I don't know how it happens. But I tell you who lives near me. Who? Thixton, for one. Al, Al-, Al Murray. Yeah, he lives near me. Even uh, We grew up near each other, and now look at us. That's strange. Uh, Dara O'Brien, he lives around here. Um, Janet Ellis from Blue Peter. Jeffrey Holland from Heidi High. I bumped into Jeffrey Holland a lot. He's a very lucky man. Yeah. Where yeah. are you? Where are you, Richard? West London. Uh, yeah, West London, yeah. Okay. Um, do you remember telling me... No, I saw you a few years ago, and you told me that the night before you were walking home, and you saw a kid watching... Pointless on the telly. You're on the telly, and you were really close to tapping on the window. I always remember <laughs> waving and then just buggering off, knowing full well that his parents would never believe him. Oh, and he said that that man just went, oh, such a good. I love the fact he just hi and then bugger oh, off. It'd be so much of a better story if I'd actually done it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I know. So good. I think I might have said you did a couple of times. Oh, that's fine. Listen. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, I did. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, look, he was all like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "What?" Yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and that boy, Roger Daltrey. No. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. My if friend, I thought it was a child. He turned around. <laughs> it was Roger Daltrey. I've driven down into his house. I've driven into my, his house. It's my Joe. friend Tony Joe. came. What? I've driven into Roger Daltrey's house. I was I was adding to it. I was topping that story with my friend Tony came in to school on Monday and said his dad had been working at Roger Daltrey's house and he'd gone with him and he jumped on his trampoline and none of us believed him. Well, he lives in Burwash. Lives in Burwash. Yeah, that's probably was Burwash. That's where Roger Kipling lived. Burwash. He's what in yeah, Roger he's... Kipling? Right, because his house. Yeah, I've walked around his house. <laughs> I think his cake factory was in Burwash. Who is? I think his cake factory was in Burwash. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When um, when I spoke to Lucy Lumsden, do you know Lucy Lumsden, Richard? I do. Yes, Sky, Sky yeah. Commissioner. Yeah. Oh, she lives near you, I think. <laughs> probably she said, oh, so I was moving down here. She, Why don't we become friends with uh, Aid Edmondson and yeah. Jennifer Saunders? And I, it's like, can I do that? How do I do that? 
I don't think it's how it works. <laughs> Aidan is one of those people. I'm trying to think. You know, you know, if you do meet people who you really grew up just adoring, yeah, it's quite a scary moment. And I remember meeting Aid for the first time, and just he is one of the loveliest men you could ever possibly meet. And yeah. even more than that, is the first time I met Bob Mortimer. And you're yeah. thinking, please, please be lovely. Yeah. And it was yeah. so delightful. And you just think all is well yeah. with the universe when you meet one of your heroes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're not just being charming. Like, you just think, oh, you're a lovely, funny, yeah. kind yeah. man. I did a gig. We, I used to run a little gig in Brighton in this room that held like 28 uh, capacity. And uh, I came out on stage to present the night. Bob Mortimer's front row. Wow. Just in this 25, like out of nowhere. Wow. It was so off-putting. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. But we met him I, after, I've only met him then and he was lovely, yeah. I, I When I met um, uh, BT, um, Jennifer Saunders and Aid Edmondson's daughter, I didn't know how to behave. It was, you know, you kind of go, you can't ask someone, can you ask someone about their parents? You know, you go, because I, I love French disorders and like, the Dangerous Brothers and everything. Yeah. And I was like, and I just remember thinking, you're made by them. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, I just couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because, say that. because Joe, no. <laughs> made by, you know, when you really think about what you're asking. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, <laughs> well, I just couldn't get my head around it. <laughs> but I was just, I was like, hi, nice to meet you. I, on the surface, I was very casual. We did a house yeah. of games where... Aid and BT came on and played against each other, which is great fun. Yeah. I want to get all three of them on at some point on the same show. Richard, can mm. I now ask you a question that seems a bit boring? Yeah. <laughs> it seems a bit boring after 45 minutes of Sussex chat. It's about a plastics moulding process. Listen, it's, it's the end of the evening. Everyone's coming down. We just let yeah, yeah. short people out a tiny bit because everyone's had yeah. too much fun. I don't quite know what I want to ask you. But it's to do with how you got from Haywards Heath to what was your little journey from Haywards Heath to say top of the mountain, top of the mountain <laughs> <laughs> in like thirty seconds. Uh, it's a good question. Uh, I went to lovely Warden Park and Haywards Heath Sixth Form College. Got enough A levels to go to university. I was uh, went to university. Um, moved to London because in those days you could get housing benefits, so you were able to, to do it and pay for it. And then applied for a researcher's job on a computer games program uh, from a newspaper, got the job, and I haven't had a day off since. So it's just knowing about telly. I love telly. I love telly. And so the second I could get into a room and persuade someone how much I love telly, they, they let me in. What is your, what is your, did you come up with lots of telly ideas? Have you done? Is that what you've done? Yeah, that's my vibe, really. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I did. Yeah, inventing shows and then sort of shepherding them a little bit, and yeah, that's that's a nice. But the thing is, when I started working in telly, which again early nineties, no one in telly really watched it. So you know, you could go in and just go, well, I, we should do a program like this. We should do this program. We should do that program. And everyone would go, okay, that sounds that sounds fair enough. Uh, no one, no one really cared. And I loved telly, but they were, everyone was sort of quite posh and slumming it a little bit, and got friends because you know. They've got jobs because their dads worked somewhere, and so I was just able to go in. And I was very, I was lucky in that regard. In that, I just it was something that I loved. And that if you'd done something for twenty years, which I had at that point, watch telly, then you've just got a natural instinct for what you want to watch. 
If you if you hear the seed of an idea now, someone comes up with something. Do you are you pretty confident now to go? Yeah, that works. Oh, that'll work. Yeah, yeah. instantly. And because almost nothing really? works is the truth. And most people, if they pitch you stuff, which they do, and that, that's great, it's always been made before. But because there's loads more telly made than than you think. Yeah, usually you got the one day, two day, three day thing. But you, if you hear an idea and you love it, then sleep overnight. Almost always the next morning you go, oh no, it doesn't work because X. But if it lasts for a second day, you're like, okay. And then if on the third morning you still can't object, you think, okay, we'll, we'll go to full steam ahead and try and... And then with quizzes and stuff, you develop, 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 develop. It's months and months and months of honing, honing, focusing and focusing. Um, but you only would do that if in the beginning you've got something and you think, oh, yeah, this has got... Like when Pointless started, there's a nugget of something there. And so then you know you develop and develop and develop. Um... What was I was going to ask you a question. Bear with me. I don't mind silence. No, I, I was going to say, I've got one word, David. We've got one word for Richard, haven't we? Pyramine. No. My, well, yeah, <laughs> I, sort of, I sort of want to say Deal or No Deal is the greatest show ever made. Yes, agreed. People say sometimes, can you tell if the show's going to be a hit, right? People always say it. And my answer is always, you never, ever, ever. Sometimes I'm taken completely by surprise that something does well. Sometimes you think something's nailed on it, it does badly. Deal or No Deal is the only show we ever did where I knew from second one of show one that it was going to be huge. Um, Richard, hang on a minute. Did you have your finger, fingers all over Deal or No Deal? All over Deal or No Deal, yeah. You yeah. Know, we've, de- we've dedicated episodes of this podcast. I know. We've done, we've done about 50 episodes. I'm obsessed with it. And never mention me. Well, listen, I'd tell you, I'd tell you literally everything about it. I could tell, tell you who we did the pilot with before Noel came in. I could tell you how the pilot was when, when we did it with Why have we talked about Sussex for 50 minutes? This is insane. <laughs> and Deal as, as Deal, as we all know, is in Kent. So, uh, yes. Segue. Let's bring it back to Kent. Now, let's talk about Kent. No, let's uh, talk about I, Deal. On. Well, my thing is I can't, I don't want to rush this. So I'd but really I'll, love you to come back on but, next week. But Richard, can I ask one thing? Who did, who did the pilot before? No. Uh, well, listen, well, I'll come back. Yeah, honestly, I'd let's love still, to do on a deal special. I was in there. I'll, 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 I'll bring the banker on with me if you'd like. What? A very good serious? friend of mine. We've been trying to get hold of the banker. Have you? Yeah. In your because... head, what's his name? I met him, didn't I? Did you? I met him very, very briefly when the um, the spin-off one. You know, the mashup. Yeah. Do you remember the mash? Do you remember the mashup? I do remember the mashup. I don't know if he was still the banker at that point, but he may have been. Oh, well, yeah. Was he used to be an actor? Yeah. And he does it from a little room, and it's like at the side of the stage yeah. or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And and you guys were in there, and then someone said, "Do you want to come and see the banker?" <gasps> I don't think I spoke to him. I just stood behind. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'll I'll I'll, I'll talk to him. He'll, he'll come on. We'll do, we'll do oh my god, that'd be incredible. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to. Say this to the, you, Richard. I'm mm. sure if I'll get in trouble. But I played this on Twitch on Friday nights. Oh, it's such fun. God, it's I said so it. What did I know do on Twitch? Yeah, I'd, if if you didn't get a certain amount, I'd ban you from my channel. So that was the jeopardy. Oh, really? It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a great. It's a great point. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll talk to the council home about that. Um, oh, amazing. We'll, we'll give you all, um, all, all the origin story. Was it? Was this it? 
Who's one question? Whose whose idea? Whose original idea was it? It was it was the end game of a Dutch lottery show. Right. Funnily enough, so it was. It was please, no more questions, game. Joe. Please, this is too serious. This is. Sorry, I just. It was the end game of a Dutch, and that's what. That's what spun off. Yeah. That monster of a show. Yeah. I remember reading about a pilot, Richard. I don't know if you uh, remember it. I think, I mean, you and I were talking about it, Joe. I don't know if it's Jason Manford, but it was um, about get two mothers of the contestants having to cook oh, yeah. against one another. Right. Remember that? And they did a pilot. It just sounds like the funniest and best show. Basically, it was mothers cooking against the, against the, against the clock. I'll tell you a great idea for... Uh, the banker, in fact, has, has just got a show. You know, The Mole, which is always a great show, which is, you know, you have to work someone's... The group activity oh, someone someone's the, yeah. working against you. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. done that, but for cooking. Like, teams of cooks, but one of them... And it's, it's, called, it's called There's a Rat in My Kitchen. Uh, and someone is trying to sabotage the cooking at all times. Well, so they put, like, loads of salt in it or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? Oh, wow. Every time I hear an idea like that and you go... Richard, how many pilots have you made that have failed? Oh, God, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I'd never say they failed because the point with the pilot is it's not going to happen. That's always my thing of, you know, you just give it a go. I'd, I'd say maybe we have a, a 33% success rate. Which in these days, they make yeah. pilots, maybe, maybe a bit more. We're not, we're not bad. Because normally if we pilot, we've done an awful lot of work beforehand. We tend not to go straight to pilot on things. So if, we, if we're making a pilot, we're fairly sure. And if you do a pilot yeah. and say you do a pilot and it doesn't go, do you see that pilot as dead or will try and that might come around in five no. years? And, and if, if there's something you love in it, you, yeah, you use it for parts. I mean, pointless was we, we did a series with Tim Brick Taylor and Graham Garden on Channel 4 called Beat the Nation. Right? It was a quiz. And the idea of Beat the Nation was we asked every question to 100 people so you knew exactly how difficult each question was, which is something I was sort of obsessed with, is how do you make questions fair? So this sort, you ask each question to 100 people. So, you know, and the fewer people know, the more points you score. And so we made a couple of series of that and it went off air. But we always loved that mechanic so much that that's when the guys who, who started developing Pointless, they sort of took that and turned it into a completely different show. So if you, you sort of rip yourself off is the point. If you've got something that you really love that didn't go, yeah, I've got three or four things still in, in, in a drawer that I know are mechanics that will work at some point. That's what House of Games is really. Right. House of Games is and, loads of rounds for, for shows that, you know, wouldn't make the whole show, but you put them together. When, when, when House of Games, basically, I've got friends that are utterly, utterly obsessed with oh. your, you know. But with the House of Games, I was just like, that seems like such an obvious idea now you've done it. Mm. You know what I mean? Where you just go, let's just play some games. And, yeah. and, and you go, it's so much fun to watch. And it's, it's just what, I don't know, you know where you go, that's just obvious now. Well, it, well, you know what, it's funny, it's that typical TV thing of, you know, I, I always um, I always was obsessed with the idea of doing a, a quiz show which had, a, a celebrity quiz show which brought the same people back all the time. Because that to me is fun. And they would always go, no, no, always got to be new people, always got to be new people. And then as soon as the first series of Taskmaster came out, they were like, you'd say, I want to do this show where the same people come back. They go, oh, like Taskmaster? You go, yeah. Yeah, like that. They go, okay, let's do it. I think, come on, lads. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
it's such a because you put this the whole point of those shows is you build a little bit of soap opera you know you've got and then yeah then you can play all these silly games and ridiculous games because you yeah, can play yeah, something that's that might have an element of unfairness in it because you know that tomorrow you're coming back and you've got you've got a chance to make good on it and you know it's it's uh it's everything i've ever known as a tv producer i just put into that show just to make it really streamlined and simple and enjoyable and fun for everyone to make and to watch i i remember in um when we did taskmaster i remember you remember the the potato in the whole thing oh my god do i um but do you remember what you did (laughs) but do you remember what you did in that because i remember it really clearly you managed to make that is richard overseeing all this joe is he behind you what no (laughs) no what goes on when it's being filmed is he what in tart yeah. Taskmaster, you're yeah. not involved. You, oh, you're, you're not involved not, uh... in Taskmaster, Richard. No, I was. I was a contestant. Oh, you're a yeah, contestant. Yeah, no, but, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but do you remember what you did? You managed to make that drama drag out in a good way. I didn't mean it badly, but do you remember what you did? Because I clocked it. Where you were the one who said, "Get me out of the room," and then you added all that tension. And oh, do you remember? Fine. No, that's good. And I was like, oh, and I just saw how your brain worked in that moment. Oh, was that like, yeah, we we all wanted it. We had to discuss whether we thought we should give you the point. Yeah, but you orchestrated all of that. And I was like, oh, that's it. And I I pretended to go out the room and then I was watching what you were doing and you made the drama of it. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's if honestly, if if you've got a whole career in doing something and that, that, which is producing, it's just, it's sort of, that's, I just want to, yeah, it's, it's about getting as much, if you've got a good moment, you know, get as much value out of it as possible. But no one else saw that. Like, no one else saw, like, that was that was about to just end, that bit, wasn't it? You know, it was going to be oh, funny, like, though, Greg, yeah, oh, it's amazing, it was an amazing thing, but Greg was about to say, I remember it so clearly, and I think they clipped it out, he was about to say, you can't, you know, you, you it's, it's over because your foot touched the thingy or whatever. And I remember you went, no, no, let's, let's, why don't we make it a decision, joke out of the room, and there's all this drama and the audience just sort of ramped up. And I was like, <laughs> it's just really interesting. I was like, there became like a 10 minute. It's fun, though, but that's the lovely thing about Taskmaster is you can, some shows you'll know, you go on, you sort of, you're slightly on train tracks. Mm-hmm. There's not a huge amount you can do. Certain shows like Taskmaster, Cats Does Countdown, you 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 can sort of they want you to step outside. You know, they yeah. want you to break the format because it's such a strong format it can it, it can hold you in. Uh, yeah, yes, that's yes, exactly. lovely, that's what I loved about Taskmaster. You're always able to, to try something or do something or say something. And some yeah. shows you go on, it's like, no, you've just sorry, you do your bit, then the next person does their bit. Uh yeah, the yeah. shows where you can be yourself. Uh, are, are, are much more fun, harder to produce, much more fun. Richard, here's a question on mm. the spot. Top three game shows of all time? Mm. That's a good question. Um, well, listen, number one is pretty easy, I would say. I think number one is Family Fortunes. Because of the question mechanic in there, which is, I mean, you would never run out of questions. You know, we'd say, name something you find in a bathroom. But with a quiz show, with a game show, to me, it's all about are people playing along, right? That's all That's all I really care about, right? Are people engaged in this? And if I say to you, name five things you find in a bathroom, every single person listening to this is going, oh, well, so 
um, towels. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible yeah. not to play. Um, yeah. And that's so lovely and simple. And the mechanic of it is kind of fine, and it's a tiny couple of little clunky things in there. But just in terms of the question mechanic, that's such a Rolls Royce. And so many people have had that show and done that show, and it, it, it never stops working because it just it's just kind of, you know, name a romantic country. You know, you think, oh, okay, um, France, I guess. Where's romantic? Yeah. It's, it's just... Yeah. There's no general knowledge required at all, so no one feels stupid. Either. That's true. Yeah. A kid can be an adult at that. Yeah. Uh, you know, couples can play against each other. It's just you know that to me is 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 the best format of all time. Um, Weakest Link is a, is is an amazing format, and one I'm really annoyed I didn't think of because it's, it's just the voting off mechanic. I like to replace. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and again. I saw a BBC commissioner once say, um, the thing about a good quiz show is you have to be able to explain it to, uh, in two sentences. And you're like, the biggest hit you just had is weakest link. Explain that to me in two sentences. You cannot do it. Good. Well, we'll start with eight people and we have a whole series of questions and you can bank, you can, you're building up money to a maximum jackpot. The jackpot is smaller in the first round than it will be in the subsequent rounds. But if at any point you feel like you're three questions to go in, you can bank, you will then go back to zero. You then have to start again at zero and get, keep going. But it's impossible to explain. You play it once a year. Um, and like Dylan, they deal funnily enough. So that's, a, that's, that's an absolute, um, that's an absolute Rolls Royce. Um, and then something which breaks all of those molds would be something like University Challenge. And Only Connect is a, is a, is a very worthy um, uh, sort of companion to that, which is a show where we're sort of not playing along. It's no, the, not at all. We slightly are, but only in that thing of, I wonder if there's going to be a question about indie music in a minute uh, that I'm going to be able to get. Or if they Try say which composer, well, I'm going to say Debussy, and we'll, we'll see where we go. But it's sort of more of a soap opera of seeing those characters. Um, and so that's that's a show that if you pitched it, people would go. I mean, that, no one's going to watch that because it's it's much too hard, and it's just some students. I mean, that's that's like the, that's the worst idea anyone's ever had. It does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is shit. You know, so for three <laughs> very different reasons, those, 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 those would be my choices. Do you know a show that I love and sort of go back to sometimes? Probably more a panel show. Is give us a clue. Oh yeah, great. I love how cosy it is. I like yeah. the carpet. I like, well, I like Lionel Blair. How does Give Us a Clue work? Is that a charade? I love how just intimate it is. And yeah. Yeah, Windows or Draw as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's why I love with House of Games. We don't have an audience. It's the same, it's the same people. You just sit there. Just anything where you can form a club and everyone feels involved. You know, I love, I love those, those, those very gentle things. And then, you know, and you can be very funny and rude and silly in a very gentle show, in a, you know. And I find, yeah, so that's that, that's my perfect combination. There was also the, we, me and David talk about this. There's also the game shows where it was really just about the people, you know, like um, Strike It Lucky, yeah. or or the Bruce Forsyth play your cards right. It was all about the host. Oh God, yeah, meeting. like twenty minutes of the half 20 hour. Minutes. No, yeah, we did. I I, I curated some, <clears throat> some old game shows for the for the BFI. They said, "Would you sort of?" And I said, "Of course." And while Bob's Full House, so Bob Monk House, and you play yeah. also a bingo card, uh, and Bob would start with with some stand up. And yeah, it was a twenty nine minute show, and the first question was asked at eleven minutes forty five seconds. And you're like, wow. 
Because the rule is, ask your question, you know, ask your first question immediately, really. Well, Strike It Lucky was like that, wasn't it? Just yeah, I think Strike It Lucky yeah. was near near about 17 minutes. It's, yeah, it, it's, it was a vehicle for stand-ups, really. Yeah, yeah, and and Barrymore was was king, really, wasn't he? He was, he was, he was, he was, he was amazing at that for sure. Yeah, he just. No, I was just saying it was just all about. I was I was going to ask about that. That is like if you like you know everything. Sorry, but like the um, about getting the right people on those shows. Yeah, how many pilots have you done where you've gone? Just need a new presenter, but the game works as a yeah. It's really interesting. It's really interesting. Quite often. it's a weird one. Finding presenters is really hard. So people always go, oh, there's millions of people you could try. And actually, there's not many people you could try. It's quite hard doing a... It's a mm. combination of things you need to host a quiz show, really. Yeah. You know, you do need some TV discipline, and you need to sort of slightly know what you're talking about, and you need to understand Jeopardy, you know, and you need to be able to talk to people. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a combination of things you need. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we we, fam- we famously years ago did a show. There's two guys called David Flynn and Adam Adler who, who, who created loads of things. Adam went on to create the Cube, and David went on to create Million Pound Drop, and is one of the best oh, behind Million so, Pound Drop. So these oh are good. God. These are smart guys, yeah. and they created a show called Shafted, which again had a really good mechanic. It had that split or steel mechanic that we used at the end of Golden Balls as well, where you can lose all your oh. money. But yeah. it was a really good show. But they, Robert Kilroy Silk was the host. It was just one of those, sometimes it's someone's moment. There's like two weeks where you go, oh, what about Kilroy? He would be a good host. Right. And you watch the first one, you go, oh, no, that's that's not right. You know, in the same way that Anne Robinson's perfect for Weakest Thing, probably not perfect for Countdown, because it's, the, the energy is very, very different. Yeah, yeah. Not, sometimes you watch yeah. it. But, yeah, lots of times, you know, lots of times, yeah, you don't get quite the right host. But, I mean, yeah, very few people, very few people can do it, is the truth. Yeah. Because I remember talking to Ruth about, or maybe it was you actually, just talking about kind of. Are you explaining who Ruth is to the to, to yeah, you know, oh, sorry. Ruth, is uh, to Ruth, the Ruth Phillips, who is uh, one of the top people at Zepatron. Oh, she's brilliant. And he's going to explain who Zepatron is. Zepatron is a company based in London. They've been going for. And if we're not like to do, Cats Does Countdown, yeah. Wanger yeah. Nation, all sorts um, of good things. Um, like how good Jimmy Carr is. Yeah. She, she said. Like, if you've got a new idea in that world and you get Jimmy involved, there's a good chance it will go. Because he, he is he is so good at being in the middle of something, isn't he? He's got a producer's brain. And funnily enough, that's what, as we'll talk about on the next episode, that's what Noel, that's what yeah. his genius is, is he understands a show as a producer. He understands it from the inside. Uh, right. And he's it's, it's got that, that control. It's, it's just reading a room and just working out which bits need to be plumped up and which bits need it, you know, it's, 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 it's that skill. And yet, Jimmy, a rare base, you right? give him any format and you know, if it goes wrong, it's the format's fault, not Jimmy's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's, he's, it's, it's one of those things that people don't see as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've no, no idea. Well, you know, in football, when people say, Oh my God, that Arsenal game, Odegaard ran the game and I'm watching, I go, what? I didn't, I didn't see him touch the ball, but but football yeah. people know. They yeah, go, oh, yeah. no, 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 that yeah. was you didn't see what he was There's doing. There's loads of players like that. While you that, were watching something we, else. we haven't got a clue, and you go, they must be doing something because they're in every week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What, I mean, Jordan Henderson presumably is brilliant. Yeah, but you know, yeah. I think yeah, well, you yeah, don't score. I don't score any goals. <laughs> yeah. Never saved the penalty, is he? 
I can't imagine being hired by you, Richard, to present wonky balls or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I, it's the like, pilot and there's three members of the public and I'm just staring at the members of the pub. I don't know what I'm doing, Richard. <laughs> okay, get Noel in. <laughs> get Noel in. <laughs> um, have you got time for one last question? Of course Richard? I have. All right. Did your front of camera, th- this is what I heard, and might be too, did your front of camera life start because you stood in for pointless, uh, your pointless role for a read-through, run-through, yeah. sorry, and it just worked? Is that, yeah, is it, that how it began? Any Anytime we, we set a show, especially a quiz, we always just play it through. So this is pre-pilot, pre-anything. You play it through in a room for the BBC, just as, as I say, because you can't explain the quiz. So let's play it. Uh, and my very good uh, friend Tom Blakeson, who's a brilliant Chris producer, does the wheel now for Michael McIntyre. He was the host, and I played this co-host. So because of point, there's just lots of lists. We thought we need someone to give out some information as part of the fun of that show. And so Tom, Tom, Tom was the producer, was the presenter, and I, I was the um, the co-presenter. And yeah, and at the end, they had the idea of Zander doing it because he, he, he'd just been talking about Countdown, and they thought, wow, he's a great person who's happy to do daytime TV. So they talked to him and they couldn't think of someone for the other role. And I guess they worked with me a lot, I guess, the BBC, they sort of met, you know, I've been in meetings that, you know, they knew that I could sort of, I, I like to make people laugh and what have you. So they just said, well, would you do it? And I thought, uh, having no ambitions, genuinely no ambitions in that area, uh, I thought, well, this, I mean, listen, it'll go for one series and then it'll disappear and it's just a nice story to be able to tell. And how right you were. Yeah, right? as always, how, right how right I was. <laughs> so, yeah, a, 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 complete, a complete accident. Wow. Fun accident. And you're not, you're not doing it now? You've... you've uh... Yeah, all done. I'm doing the point of celebrities, but, yeah, I've, I've, I just... Because I just... With the books, I just don't have... I don't have it's the time. It's a big old commitment, Richard, isn't you've it? you've got like... nine seconds to mention your book. <laughs> uh, it's called The Bullet the Mist. Lots of it is set in Sussex. If you're interested in the various Sussex villages, it's all there. <laughs> I've just started. I've just started. Um, my, I've just started the the, the audio, but Leslie Manfield. Oh, great! Is, I love her voice. Yeah, she's. So I'm good. in. I'm in. Yeah. How did you get Leslie? She. Uh, we sort of sent it to her, and she immediately. She just said yes immediately. Funny enough, the third one, she, she wasn't able to do it because she's playing Princess Margaret. Um, and Fiona Shaw immediately said, oh, because they're best mates. She said, oh, well, I would love to do it if, Leslie, if Leslie's unavailable. So we got Fiona Shaw doing it. Oh, I think, wow, wow that's, this is great. And they're both so brilliant. I'm sorry I haven't talked about your book. Oh, God, don't worry at all. We can, we can cover that in the Deal or No Deal episode. Yeah. Oh, would you really come back and do yeah, that? Yeah, well. You know, like our listeners know how fascinated we are by Deal or No. And so also, they're... I like the fact that we've done so little research. We haven't gone, we need to go in heavy on Deal or Don't. I mean, my name was literally exec producer for many years. It's, 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 it's there on the credits. I used to get back, I think my wife and I used to record it, but we used to watch it in the evening. So we used to record it and watch it, settle down at half eight. I, I, I genuinely try and work, trying to work out how long... I watched it for and enjoyed it without m- not really quite knowing what was happening. <laughs> what, what deal like, or no deal? Yeah, I genuinely for the first year I loved it. It's but I was simple. still yeah, really baffled what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I lend you this. I think piece of, piece of cake. I've got the original script for it somewhere where I was trying to hone down into like three sentences what the format was, and it's, it's which is something you have to do. And it's yeah, I think it's, I think I've got if I've got it somewhere, I'll find it. But it just tells you exactly what the what the premise is, but super, super, super quickly. 
One last question. Would you, yeah. could, would you ever, would it be possible to ever bring it back? Or is oh, it it'll just come back a million percent. That's not, it's going, like, really? Big Brother's coming back. There's no way Deal or No Deal is not coming back to British TV. It's, it's, a, it's such a, look at everything that comes back now. I'd say give it two years, three maybe, of course it'll be back. With the new host, do you think? like that? That's the new thing. My, do, listen, I'm no longer involved in uh, Endemol. My guess would be it'd be with a new host just because that's the way that things happen. That's what I thought. Like, yeah. you, you re, you know, you. Oh, that host is so important. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's Right, that's a, I've got, okay, if you please. had to, if gun to head and you had to say new host for Deal or No Deal, who would you, whose name would you I say? I would say gun to head, uh, Mel Gedroich. Really? She's that good? She's brilliant. She's a different vibe to know. You can't have someone with the same vibe. And no, she's can funny. Not, can you not have the same vibe? I don't think you can. I don't think you because it'd be unfair oh, on the on, new David. host. Yeah. No. Let it go, David. Mel, you heard it here first. But I don't know. I have no. It could well be. No, I no. love it. I know you heard it here first, guys. This is official. <laughs> this is official. Uh, yeah. The new host. This will be all if you... over Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Which has always been my dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks so much, Richard. Oh, thanks, thanks, Richard. If you, if you would come on again and talk about Dylan. Yeah, I stop think you, saying that to him. I know, I know, but I'm too needy. David will say, I'll clip that bit out where you got too needy. No, it's a date, and I, I, and I will bring the banker, and we will tell you tales. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Richard. Thank, Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a lovely day. You Thank too. You See you soon. Bye. Take care. Hey guys, it's Kayla Yule from Directionally Challenged, a podcast about realigning your internal compass. New KFC chicken nuggets are finally here and you have never had nuggets like these. All of the delicious KFC flavor you love in one amazing chicken nugget. 100% white meat, hand-breaded in KFC's original recipe. Order new KFC fried chicken nuggets now available at participating KFC near you. Guys, they're finger licking good.